Hey everybody, welcome to On Your Mark, Get Set, Review. Uh, I am your host today, my name is William. Joining me as always, uh, my co-host, my number two, uh, my number one, uh, second in command uh, to me, the leader, Andrew. Andrew, how are you doing today? I uh, care to follow that up with uh, anything? Uh, no, Kof, don't. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, uh, joining us this week, also, uh, Josh uh, has been a few episodes. Welcome back to the show. Hey, thank you for having me back. Uh, and also joining us uh, for a packed episode. You know him. You love him. His name is Matt. Matt, how are you doing this week? My JJ is a pain and <laughs> what? My JJ is a pain and all right, let's move on. Often. I think Matt is uh, perhaps adopting a character this week. Fantastic. <laughs> um uh this week uh we watched a movie called hardware directed by uh richard stanley who uh just had a documentary released about him called uh, richard stanley's island of dr moreau i believe uh that was a movie he wrote uh, i'm not sure if he was in the league to direct it uh he, he he did write and direct this movie which is based on a, a 1000 ad comic uh i think that is not too surprising. Nope. Uh, this is uh, this this movie is uh, I would say not a, a really good movie. Uh, it is a good impression of a super hardcore kind of punk cyberpunk feature, but as a movie, maybe not actually good. Well, the kind of uh, what, like halfway through the movie, like oh yeah, let's not talk about that anymore. Let's focus on the robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, until like the very, very end. When we're remi- uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what did we all think of this movie? It's a bad movie. It's, really, it's <laughs> ugly, for one thing. Like, like I read online this one was like, it's his unique visual styling as like, so ugly. Uh, like, I don't know. I, I kind of, like, the one thing I kind of liked about the movie was the production design. Like, I felt like that was the only thing that they did a really good job with. I mean, it's not it's not great, but for a I don't know million. I think the budget was like a million five or yeah, something. Pretty pretty cheap, uh, and cool it looked it looked. I thought it looked pretty good. It looked pretty good, and I gotta say the cinematography is really great. But the but the story, it, you're you're right. It does set up this really unique world, and then pretty much confines most of it to the apartment. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't really get a sense of anything that's sort of going on outside, which I, I guess was probably the point. But it, it they did all this work, and then they kind of just confined themselves to a small space, and it sort of seems like they uh, they didn't really know what they were doing. Yes. Yeah. Well, occasionally you will get like these sort of flashes of what you know the whole universe outside the apartment is doing. Like they got a lot of like fake uh, food items that are kind of in the apartment, and like all this fake weird cigarettes. stuff on television. <laughs> sure, fake fake robots, fake everything. This is a movie, but, I guess. I just find it funny. Like it's just like the most cliche stuff. Like. Uh, the government is regulating population control today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, like, uh, <laughs> with Iggy Pop as the, as, uh, what was his name? Uh, DJ B- uh, a- a- Angry, Angry Bob. Angry Bob. Angry Bob, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now let me the guy with this movie. The man with the industrial <laughs> dick, as he calls himself. <laughs> that's more shadowing when you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Because this robot has a dick. <laughs> this robot has a spinning metal dick that he comes in very close, uh, un- uncomfortable, con- uh, you know, proximity to the uh, the lead actress. Oh, I, I did not realize that that was supposed to be his penis until I watched it the second time. <laughs> oh, what? How? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of didn't get that till like the very end when she There's smashes control- it off with the baseball bat. Oh come on! There's like the part where he's about to fuck her clearly. Where the dick is just going straight up, and it's like so uncomfortable. I'm like, what is this movie? I, about? I mean, I, I got I got that part, but I guess I did not realize that that was supposed to be the robot's penis for whatever reason. <laughs> the, the the placement, at least. Okay, but let's talk about. Let's start from the beginning because anyone's listening to this is getting so confused right now. <laughs> yeah. So we're in this post-apocalyptic world, and I don't know, just kind of post-apocalyptic it's pretty much exactly what you think a post-apocalyptic world would look like it's a world where it is a it's a world where everything takes 10 minutes longer than you would think it was to get anything done (laughs) (laughs) when they ride on that boat uh with lemmy uh it's it's going so slow (laughs) (laughs) and of course they and of course they have lemmy talk about motorhead which is (laughs) weird yeah. Well, what else is he gonna do? Mas- masturbatory. Classic rock. <laughs> Philosophy. And, uh, early on, like you've got the you've got the the um, radio with Angry Bob, and he's talking about <laughs> he's talking about how the temperature is gonna get up to 110, and I was like, 110 mm-hmm. is pretty hot. But is it yeah. radiation wasteland hot? Yeah, I'm like, like, that's, like that's like baby temperature for me. I live in Florida. <laughs> I'm like, ah, it's a hot day today. Better that is any any given day in Arizona, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is also kind of like post-apocalypse down there. Um, yeah, the movie starts, and we're in this kind of radioactive wasteland, and someone finds a robot, and uh, it, it makes its way into Dylan McDermott's hands. A very uh, strange scene, because uh, he's talking to the guy, and the guy takes off his whatever. He looks pretty cool, actually. Oh, uh, Okay. Mm-hmm. So I I looked in I looked on IMDb about this and this part frustrated me because that character starts the movie he is wandering around in the desert finds the robot brings the robot basically the robot gets into uh, Dylan McDermott's girlfriend's hands because of this guy and this guy is played by the lead singer of some band that the director of this movie had done several videos for of course and is. the lead singer had played this same character in those videos and they spend way too much time on this character uh, as if he's going to be significant to the movie and he isn't uh-huh. at all no. why can't it just been Dylan McDermott looking for him yeah <laughs> yeah like why couldn't Dylan McDermott have found that said oh this is interesting and taken it to his girlfriend Exactly. Yeah, because it has this kind of yeah, it's this weird scene where the guy comes in, he's like sells it to Dylan McDermott at some other guy's store, <laughs> yeah. and well, like, it's really weird. And I knew that that I and like right away, like right after that guy like handed over the robot, I just knew that this was going to be one of those movies that just dragged everything out because like they pull every single piece of that robot out of that bag, and they're just like, well, look at this piece, <laughs> oh, look at this piece, and I'm like, oh man, this movie's going to take forever. It takes it did. <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour for the robot to show up, really? 45 minutes, I would say. Yeah. And it's a very long crawl to that. It's very long. Like, Dylan McDermott is having this relationship with this girl. They're having problems or something. What was the reason why they're having problems? Uh, 
Well, he, I, I think I had to piece it together at the end of the movie, or, or close to the end of the movie, where she like says that he's been lying or something, and apparently he's been saying he's like some badass marine, and it turns out he's just like a collector of shit, <laughs> <laughs> and he's always gone. Huh. Uh, yeah, so he he it, brings her. Oh, we haven't talked about shades yet. Best character <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, what is it, uh, he has no personality, really. <laughs> he's British. <laughs> he's British. I, he's British. He does drugs, and he's like, he's in the kung fu and Asian <laughs> candles. <laughs> and, he, and he's he's dressed completely differently from Dylan McDermott. Like he looks like he just stepped out of 1940s New York. Like he just worked on a yeah. World War II fighter plane, <laughs> and he's just walking around with his shades and his bomber jacket on. And then you've got Dylan McDermott, who's Long trench coat and he looks scars like a and robot <laughs> hand. And the one thing, the one thing you can say about shades is he never takes off those shades. Like <laughs> he he's wearing them in his like drug taking scene where he's like meditate. He's <laughs> he's naked, but he's still wearing the shades because and he's he also wearing shades. them at night too because he's a badass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the future's so bright. I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but then what? I guess she's really it's basically they get the robot uh, Shades and him go to his girlfriend's apartment they separate him and his girlfriend are in there for a good 30 minutes I'd say oh, they have sex they get watched by a pervert oh but hey, that no, guy so much we have to talk about the pervert <laughs> he is the character of this movie <laughs> but really there's this weird sex scene where they're in the shower and this weird like bass music starts playing and it's kind of awesome <laughs> the way it is done mm-hmm. it's so silly and stupid it's it, like it is it's like they're having sex in a rave there's just blue strobes and thumping bass it goes on uh, forever and uh, yeah, this is where you kind of get uh, um, <laughs> to the best character in this movie, who's not changed. Well, no, well, I'm just. I, well, first, I want to say that uh, Dylan McDermott's character has a a robot hand, <laughs> and it's just like the he he's still wearing it in the shower, so clearly this is part of his body. But it it's quite silly looking. Yes. It doesn't look like an advanced piece of technology. Like it looks like he's wearing a power glove. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's got like different sized fingers. Like like what? <laughs> he's poor. He, yeah, like if Mickey Mouse was wearing uh, a big robot club, <laughs> that would be it. And and when he he brings he brings the robot parts to her and why though? she's I don't understand because apparently she's like a sculptor. Yeah, I, you would money. think maybe. I, I'm I, I, yeah, is there like a that later? Yeah, she melts. Is dolls. there a market for <laughs> a market for like art? No, and the post-apocalyptic <laughs> radioactive wasteland, especially <laughs> art that's like melted doll heads and just like <laughs> random tubes thrown. Oh at yeah, things. this is gonna make me forget about my horrifying existence. Th- this this <laughs> movie's supposed to take place in some sort of unknown future, but she is very much like a angsty 90s artist like <laughs> melting uh plastic dolls and metal and all of this stuff oh. fused together and she's so brilliant for political statements she painted the robot's head america the flag <laughs> oh so smart easy rider think about america vietnam the bomb the bomb the bomb <laughs> 20xx is when this takes place i think yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Well, and the shower is uh, foreshadowing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Smart man. 
<sighs> but let's let's talk about the meat of this movie. Where the real action lies. Because uh, <laughs> McDermott and uh, just whatever the, her name is. The meat of the movie, Dylan McDermott. Yeah. <laughs> the man meat of the movie, Dylan the McDermott. He's ha- they're having sex together in the bed, and we get a great visual of this disgusting <laughs> lip smacking together. Oh. Going, take that big dick. <laughs> I, doesn't he say like take that meat pipe or he something? Said, he says squeeze that tube. Oh, God. <laughs> is that what it is? He says a bunch. Yeah. He says a bunch. Oh, and the God. the be- uh, Okay, so I did look up trivia on this movie. The best the best trivia was that he improved all of that. Oh, oh my no. God! <laughs> so that is stuff that's in his mind. Well, we should mention and who this guy is. It's Porkins from Star Wars. It's uh, William Hootkins of, on of Star Wars. <laughs> he clearly has a very. Uh, he, he has a you know his improv ex- skills are you know he's got an act uh, fathomless. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like he's done this in his real life too. It came to him very naturally. Yeah, it is so gross. He's got like a. It looks like he's wearing a condom on his hand almost, oh, and he's. I thought it was like gloves. That's all. I think well, they are gloves, but the it gives a very weird impression. Yeah. Oh God, he's even grosser, and he's got like random sores on his face. <laughs> he's got a uh, Hawaiian shirt on. <laughs> he did. A he ponytail. Wore his, he wore his regular clothes for this shoot, <laughs> and he's like, Boy. "I want to get in character. These are my character sores." Wink, wink. <laughs> Oh, it's so gross. And we you think this is like, okay, it's like one scene with him. That's it. We're one done. No. No. It turns out he's a pretty big character in this movie. Oh, the other the other horrible part about that scene is, well, well one, he does start, like, sticking his tongue out very disgustingly. God. But there's, like, they cut two shots of, like, kids' shoes on his wall. Yeah. What and was I was that? like, what is that? Well, I, I, I thought those were those... M- I mean, those have to be the the girls' shoes, right? Like, well, they looked really it, small. Like, I thought that at first, I because he was taking pictures, so I was like, oh, it's maybe her garbage or something. But there are some shoes that look like they would fit a five year old. So I'm like, why hmm. does he have those on his wall? Yeah, on the wall is what makes it just extra creepy too. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> he uh oh and like it's not too long after that that he like calls her on the video phone <laughs> and he's got this like weird he, he looks at her cut cut through like uh the crotch area of like a model in a magazine or something yeah. and it's just this eye <laughs> like poking it, through oh no he's i think he's talking through the anus because <laughs> the whole speech is about oh. him putting up her ass and going you want to go on the hushy highway <laughs> <God>. <laughs> This gross man and it's like what is this what is this movie i don't understand. That, i mean i i i i think that it's great though because it's like the one part that feels sort of different like oh yeah I, it feels very different <laughs> but i mean but there's like some life there like dylan mcdermott and and the the actress uh they don't really they don't really seem to have anything going for it. like once the robot hmm. basically starts atta- trying to attack her she doesn't seem all that shocked or surprised or scared that there's this no. murderous robot in her house. And, like, so this guy brings some kind of energy well, to his performance. Well, they had a lot of chemistry together. You have to admit that. <laughs> the connection Wait, her, between them was electrifying. Her and Perkin, Porkins? Yeah, Porkins. It's, you can feel the chemistry just <laughs> flow between them. You're like, 
Because eventually, Porkins makes his way into her house for some reason. Oh, I forget why. He, uh, uh, well, before that, uh, the the robot, um, it managed to, to reform itself. There's a, the, the, the dealer at the beginning of the movie looks into the history of the, of the killer murder bot. It's a murder and, uh, bot. And it, it, it can apparently reassemble itself when it's torn to pieces. Uh, it's, it's, uh, th- they have a bit of foreshadowing saying that it's, it's uh, weak to, to moisture. And it can only survive in arid climates, which I guess makes it ideal for the post-apocalyptic future. A bit of foreshadowing, though. It says it says it's a week to moisture like seven times in one. <laughs> the recording's just yeah it over and over again. Like, by the way, so, this is how the movie's gonna end. What was the just robot shoot feeling? it with a suit? I didn't under the ro- the U.S. made it. I guess the government. Uh, there is a thread uh, 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 that wends its way throughout the movie that the U.S. government is very interested in uh, population control. And the way they're going to do population control, as it's, I guess, revealed, is that they're going to build a bunch of murder bots to run around and kill people. <laughs> so they got their idea <laughs> to, from a shopping mall. <laughs> from uh, a shopping mall? Shopping mall. Shopping mall. Uh, I haven't seen That's it. That's where they had a bunch of killer murder bots. Uh, a, a much better, a much better murder bot movie. Mm. Oh, much better. This is this is not a good movie. <laughs> the, the bot only kills like two people. That is true. Yeah, yeah. and the like, one bo- bo- you know has it has a really lame murder at the end. That was a shitty murder. <laughs> oh, you mean when the two black guys in the movie die oh, simultaneously? Wait, oh, you're right. <laughs> no, that was good. Cool. He technically has four murders on his belt. Then never mind. But that. Oh he, yeah, that's he right. He technically didn't do that. I mean, he, the no, door got, was going. No, he but, does. Yeah. He got one. He got the oh, one with true, the door. True. He got yeah. the one with the door. And then the, the other, other guy got shot. <laughs> like whoa! Thank you. Convenient. Well, <laughs> well, we'll get there. Uh, the the robot reassembles itself and it goes after the girl. Oh, and wait, wait, wait! Before we get there. There's a part where he assembles itself, and the pervert's watching her in the window. And mm-hmm. uh, he sees the robot. He's like, what the fuck is that? And all of a sudden, the robot just pops up in the thermal as close to him as possible, like right in his face. I don't understand how that happened. Mm-hmm. It made no sense. I was just frustrated because it's such a bad scare. It's not scary at all. <laughs> it's so inept. It's amazing. <laughs> and the robot takes, like, 20 minutes to pull itself together like it starts you see its eyes power up cut to another scene cut back robot still hasn't really done much okay yeah apparently it keeps closing its eyes because i would say there are at least 50 (laughs) shots in the movie of the robot's eyes dilating open (laughs) Uh, it's a it's a really shitty robot because it doesn't move very fast it's not very threatening Uh, it looks fat that's what it looks like I, I it, like when it finally it, it shows up the first time and she sort of jumps out of the way as it slices through her bed and then it gets mm-hmm. caught in the sheets like a cat and it's just kind of <laughs> flailing around. That's how you want your uh, monster to be introduced, just kind of flailing around ineptly. So threatening. Yeah, it. There, you, it, there are not a whole lot of really clear shots of the, the robot in the movie because when there is, it really looks kind of clunky and weird. Like, it looks like, the, oh no, this would be not dangerous at all. You could just outrun this thing. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah. It, it looks like they took parts of other robot, like robots from Killbot movies and made their own like Killbot. Mm-hmm. It needs a long neck. It needs a, like a big sturdy frame. It's going to be super threatening. They're like, oh no, we can't show any of this. Just show like a little bit each time. 
Well, in my in my research, by which I mean I looked on IMDb's trivia section, uh, how does it get the, research? Yeah, the the <laughs> the director Real said that he wanted Brown. to. The director said that he wanted to do um, stop motion for the robot, but he just didn't have the time. So <laughs> I oh, I wonder if that would have been better or worse no, than what we got. Worse. Uh, it could have been better because he would actually have to make take like make time to work on the animation and incorporate it, and it so I, I could like, see that. How would that work? Yeah, because like, it's all in one location, and it's not like using a lot of miniature. Like, well, it would have to be like you know augmented with uh, different effects, I guess. Yeah, I guess you no. can only see like its arm when other because pe- like how would you like have actors working like that? Like I, I gotta have the camera at a high angle and it's just like the arm moving down the actor and like ah, going like, back for screaming. <laughs> Uh, that sounds is... like it would take forever. Like, yeah. I, he, of course, he doesn't have the time to do that. Like, that would take ten years to. Yeah, do. well, that's stupid. <laughs> You're stupid for suggesting that it would be a good idea. Well, hey, no, 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 no. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yep. great art is yeah. born. Great art is born out of restrictions. As people who are super attached to practical special effects will tell you over and over and over again, it's all about our limitations. If we had this, and if these are limitations, give me the Star Wars prequels any day. <laughs> I, amazingly, that's a labyrinth plot i could follow compared to this fucking movie because i can't make heads or tails who these people are what their motivation is at any time no it makes no sense and then it's just such a fucking nonsense world it's it feels like it feels like richard stanley had the idea for the world and Mm -hmm. he needed to figure out a cheap way to make a movie set in that world like he had seen blade runner and he really liked that and so he's trying to do something very similar but he doesn't have mm-hmm. the money or Talents. to do. <laughs> well, I won't go that far. But he doesn't have the money to do the kind of movie that he would want to do. And so he is only. You're only getting the bits and pieces, and he's taking that bigger story that maybe he had and trying to wedge it into something like Alien, where it's all sort of in one location and kind of yeah. tightly confined. And yeah, that's what and, I was thinking uh, about when watching a lot. A lot of it with like Alien, like when Parkins first tries a scene. It's so much like aliens when they're walking yeah. through the hallways. It looks so much like the this uh, the Stromos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've got the little mini flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so yeah, so per- Porkins uh, comes to the rescue. Uh, comes to the apartment. <laughs> somehow gets in, even though she can't seem to get out. I'm not really quite sure how that works. And then it closes immediately and will open again. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't even try to run out. Like there is definitely a gap wherein he could have entered the apartment and she could have run out. <laughs> Oh, I just remembered how Porkins gets into the into her like into her good graces. He explains, "Oh, I'm the guy who installed your security system." <laughs> so the, the guy who's the super pervert installs people's like surveillance. Yes. And he's looking at yeah. too. He's like, "I installed your security system. <laughs> I can see everything from here." And he's trying to touch her too, and he's like really invading her personal space. Yeah, your yeah, boyfriend, he... huh? What's his name? Moses, huh? <laughs> What a name! What is all? <laughs> he's not and even then, trying yeah, to hide that he's yeah. spying on. No, her. no. And she doesn't seem really care. No, she has like no, no. reaction. Like, oh, never. That, that is the. I think that's the biggest problem with her. Is she's supposed to essentially be our main character, and she just has no emotion yeah. at all, seemingly throughout the entire movie. It's such a disappointment because I was like, oh, see, Dylan McDermott starring this. Like, all right, Dylan McDermott, I could get behind this. He's n- nothing to do in this movie at all. No. It's so Not, disappointing. Yeah. 
You fucking lied he's... to me, Will. <laughs> what? Well, no, he's in the movie. Barely. And and he does. I mean, you know, he something. he does his Dylan McDermott best. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, his Dylan McDermott best when he's getting all cocky, fighting the robot there near the end. Yeah. Oh, that was. It's like, dead, baby. You can't <laughs> fuck baby. away. You can't fuck away. <laughs> so okay, so when once uh, pervert guy Porkins, pervert Porkins, we'll just call him that. Uh, uh, his he, name's Lincoln, I believe. Lincoln, yeah, Link. Call, call me call, Link. Call him Link because this is the future. <laughs> and... Lincoln, LinkedIn, get it, get it. <laughs> uh, and like Lincoln, so... we the slaves. <laughs> So he he basically stops and prevents them from getting out because he wants to go and open her blinds. Let's see because outside. he's like, "Oh, you, you got to open your blinds. You, you can't uh, you can't keep them closed." And then the robot kills him because the robot was just what hiding behind the blinds until somebody mm-hmm. came over. What? What was that? I don't understand. <laughs> Biding its time. The robot is not very smart. He's a dumb fucking no. thing. Oh yeah, because they could have just strolled right out the door. Because <laughs> maybe the government's stupider in the future than it is now. Like it's just a bunch of radiated like idiots going, ah, what the robot hidden well, blinds and then attacked them. Ah. I would say sounds a lot like our current government, yeah, if you know what I mean. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I would say throughout this robot does not act like a robot. It acts more like an animal, <laughs> um, which I think they tried to explain at the end, sort of. With the fact that everyone that he kills with his robot poison, uh, he's absorbed some sort of personality trait of theirs. Oh, that's what because that was? He's, yeah, because he's singing the song that the pervert guy's singing. He's saying he's talking like Dylan McDermott's character. He's yeah, things I thought he just absorbed the, it from hearing them talk. Like a, you know, well maybe, but I mean those also happen to be the people that he's killed with his poison. Um, I don't know if it's some sort of weird genetic transfusion that happens at that point when he has killed them. Oh, maybe it's a singularity the government's preparing it for. <laughs> but it doesn't really act like a robot. It acts like an animal that's just lashing out and attacking anything. And it's got, like, no motivation. Like, she was like, what's your purpose? And it goes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, so do we want to talk about Porkins' death? Because it's like oh, my it's favorite amazing. part of the movie. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> At the, easily the peak of the yeah. movie. So he fucked uh, Porkins to death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. His big His robot eyes. dog just pops out and just goes right into him. And there's a, a funny callback gag to uh, the na- downstairs neighbor's uh, uh hammering on their ceiling telling them to shut up from their passionate lovemaking earlier. So it's sort of like the room when you think about it. (laughs) The endless lovemaking. That's pretty much it. No, my favorite part of Porkins' death is though that the the robot gives him the Mo Howard special when he pokes out his eyes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Jesus. Straight. He takes those suckers out. Yeah, the the robot is not content to merely kill something, but to make it the least pleasant uh, killing possible. Make it as the most gratuitous as possible. Except yeah, who just oh, McDougal just kind of gets like. Yeah, he kind of fights the robot off a little bit. I guess is what you're supposed to think. I 
don't know. It was There's a lot confusing. of explaining things in this movie, but let's we'll get to Don McDermott's big scene, his big yeah. finish. <laughs> so basically, Porkins is killed, and now we're stuck in this house with the robot. She's stuck with the robot, and that's pretty much the next thirty minutes in the movie. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, there, there's the part where she climbs into the fridge and tries to crank up the cold air as if that's going to somehow save her. And, and it, it does, does somehow. <laughs> but but the funniest part of that was that the robot was just sort of gingerly touching the air in front of her face, <laughs> just kind of waving its hand in front of her nose. Like, just shove your hand in there and grab her. I mean, <laughs> and then he, he grabs the glass and then he holds it in front of her face and breaks it. Like, is it that's going to scare her? That, what the point of that was, though. He was trying to Maybe to, to scare scream. her or get yeah. her to scream. Yeah. I mean, I guess scream, maybe. But then, I mean, like, he does that. It has no effect. What's the point of it then? Just like shove no. it against the wall, <laughs> like throw it, like that. Boom! Right against the wall. That's where she's going. Again, it's a dumb yeah, just, robot. <laughs> yeah, the, the the robot is like parts dumb and sadistic, and uh, yeah, sort of like it doesn't make any Game sense. Of Thrones, where he's just the dumbest person alive, but he's also <laughs> a sadistic motherfucker. So this is the point she blows it up, right? Yeah. Uh, no, there, there's mm-hmm. a long, protracted sequence of her escaping, <laughs> not escaping, and finally she sets up this Home Alone trap in the kitchen. Well, I thought it was like an accident. I thought his hand his just hand happened to, yeah, he happens to knock oh, this, this top of this tube off. and it, She's just taking gas. advantage. Yeah, so she's gas out and then it blows up. She's taking advantage of robot's stupidity. But just notice this is the this coming up is the first of like five times where they t- try to play the the oh thank God the robot's dead and then it's <laughs> well you know yeah. I'm like oh movie moments over great I look at the time when she like <laughs> blows a robot off there's a huge explosion she walks out and there's like ten minutes for sort of wandering around the apartment it's in <laughs> slow motion. They sl- yeah. like they they were trying so hard to get this movie to ninety minutes. They slowed that scene down. But I'm like thirty minutes. Jesus Christ, this robot's not dead. There's got to be some, <laughs> unless it's like a thirty minute countdown down where the government takes some hostage or something. Who cares? But then she opens a door for Domi Dorma. He's at the door of his whole army of with his wolves. with his posse. Yeah, but she goes right to the door. She opens it, and this is. The craziest thing in the world because they all have their guns drawn out. No one says get down or anything. She screams no because she thinks she's about to be murdered by these four people. <laughs> and she drops down to the floor and the robot's right behind her. No noise he makes at all. Nothing. He's just behind her well, on fire. Well, doesn't Dylan McDermott tell her to get down? No. Mm-mm. I think he might, like, in, but it's in slow mo, so it's hard to tell. He mouths it. Yeah, he mouths it. <laughs> Just hoping that she's a good lip reader. <laughs> like, oops, she died. And they kind of yeah, blast they... him away to the window and blast him yeah. to oblivion. Yep. So that's time, uh, time number two, we think the robot's dead. But No, no, mm-hmm. he jumped out the window. He's dead. He must have hit the floor or something like that. <laughs> yeah. There's no way he's coming back from that. This, this also starts the thread of nobody asking, hey, did you notice our bullets aren't working on this thing? And they just keep <laughs> shooting it. Like, over and over again. Well, I feel like that had an effect on him that time, where it at least blasted him away to some it stopped him. The, it stopped him for a minute. Yeah. This is That was the only time in the movie they didn't seem hesitant to shoot the robot, though, because, so, like, 
the girl, she gets, they're overhanging out, they're chilling by the Which window. Makes and makes me angry. Like, why would you go by the window? Even if there's a, ch- you know the robot's probably dead, but I mean, even if there's a chance, just stay away from the window, where he just mm-hmm. fucking got blasted out. Uh, yeah. It reaches up, and it grabs her, and she's hanging by the wire there, or something, and, and she crashes into the apartment below. She ruins so Dylan McDermott. dinner. <laughs> yeah. How inconsiderate. Oh, and, and, and Dylan McDermott is her, though, because she's on yeah, the power the, wire. The power yeah. light thing doesn't make any sense to me. So she's hanging on the power light, and he says, <laughs> "I can't grab you because I guess then we'll both get electrocuted." His hand, maybe his electric electric hand, I or it would just like ground them. I, I don't know. Maybe that's what he's thinking. I don't know. But wouldn't she be getting electric? I thought. Oh, you know what? Be getting- because uh, no, because she doesn't connect to electricity, and if he touched of any part of his body, it probably would start off. Because he's electronic, right? Well, I think they were trying to imply that by grabbing her, his contact with the ground would ground her, and so that would allow a path for electricity to flow through. That's very complicated uh, uh, electric <laughs> electrician uh, lingo. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's just who cares? And then she but, swings into the apartment, <laughs> and another slow motion jump into there, about ten minutes long. And I, the way they shoot this thing, where they have her on the table lying down in office class, and the camera just kind of zooms up, you think, oh, she died. Right? Yeah. That's what I thought. But, like, so, so Dill McDermott's fighting this robot, and, like, at one point, it has, he has, like, his shotgun, like, uh, muzzled flat against the robot's head. And, doesn't, and he doesn't fire. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know if they're like making a connection there or something. Their eyes finally locked. He's <laughs> able to look deep inside the robot's eyes. Well, maybe it, see a little I mean, bit of humanity. <laughs> thank, thankfully, he did not kill uh, the robot because then we wouldn't get this amazing, <laughs> weird death sequence well, that happens. The robot gets up and they have a they have a tussle on the floor because they both have equal strength of each other apparently. <laughs> So Dumbledore gets injected with something. He goes, "You can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with me. You can't fuck with me." I'll give him my fake. Mo- oh, never mind. I tried to have a uh, back skinhead, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> Probably for the best. I, I, I was watching this and I was texting Josh at the same time. And then I just started quoting Black Skinhead because it's a great song. And I wish I was listening to Black Skinhead instead of watching this terrible movie. Um, yeah, so he like the the robot uh, injects Dylan McDermott with the uh, the heroin or whatever it is poison toxin whatever. <laughs> and there's some weird hallucinations, and it's supposed to like uh, actually unify a theme of the movie of something or fucking whatever. <laughs> there's some religious imagery. It doesn't make any. It's not it's cohesive. A, it's a very oh, weird. Oh. It's a very weird scene because the robot looks like. A DJ, or it looks like they're yeah. kind of weird, like Hype Williams video. There's lots of well, fish the- eyes and Dutch angles, and <laughs> yeah, like it should be rapping. It felt like a very <laughs> alien scene, though, too. Like the like aliens, like the queen popping out, you know, like the strobe lights in the background, yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It may yeah. supposed to be intimidating, but it's just like so stupid looking. It's funny. <laughs> it it looks kind of cool, but it's also pretty silly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, because it, uh, it seems like it seems like they completely changed the robot. Like uh, throughout the movie, it looks like there's you know a model or there's someone controlling a model. You know, as the and you only see bits and pieces. 
But mm-hmm. in the in the weird that weird death scene, it looks like someone's wearing the robot suit. It does. It does. Yeah, and it's very strange. I think you can kind of see that in a couple scenes in the movie that are are coincidentally the most awkward looking because it kind of looks very clearly that there's some guy in a suit. He's just got a big head on. Yeah. Yeah. Big head asshole. <laughs> but this is. We forgot to mention where Dylan Maduro is trying to call for help and he calls Shades. And Shades is apparently oh. on drugs or something. And it's a very long <laughs> scene where he's just screaming, Shades! 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 <laughs> yeah. Shades! Just, he made it through, though. Shades! Or, or he at least heart, picks him up. My heart. My heart. <laughs> and is he a Buddhist or something? What is going on? Is he, like, praying to Ganesha? I don't understand. It's it's the future. All religions have probably merged by this point. So it's probably <laughs> a, a combination of Hindu, Buddhist, Christian. Oh, you know, he's, praying to, uh, he's praying to the religion of Lost, where it's just one <laughs> uh, non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. And he's just praying to get to the afterlife. Yeah, just every religion at once. Yeah. I will say that during Dylan McDermott's death sequence, him trying to uh, suck out the poison by slitting his wrists <laughs> seemed like a pretty poor plan. Was he injected in the stomach or something? <laughs> I couldn't really tell, but he just seemed to be yeah. slicing away at his arm. Yeah, like, like an idiot. <sighs> yeah, the, very, the last. I mean, this whole movie is kind of weird and crazy but the last like 40 minutes are just totally like disjointed and and wrong i, I don't know they're not thrilling uh should we wait for andrew yeah, to get sure. finished with this uh, phone don't call worry. i told melanie and gia to come well, around anyway you'll be fine okay yeah anything you can get would be good hi andrew's friends hey i finished cooking so we're good I'm recording a ridiculous podcast right now. <laughs> Talking to these assholes. <clears throat> what, what a popular so, guy. <laughs> so so he died. So basically, Dylan McDermott dies, and then we realize that his girlfriend is still alive. Um, inexplicably. And yeah, inexplicably. And then she basically turns and runs back into the a baseball bat. <laughs> She has to fight off everybody to get (laughs) to the apartment. (laughs) She beat someone in the head of a baseball bat. This poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the robot has, I guess... He's controlling the controls now. He he set up the door so that they just... They slam shut, so he cuts that guy in half for... Very senselessly. Uh, Yeah, so the girl hops into the apartment. Yeah. It's it's awesome because the older security guard falls on the ground and gets chopped in two, <laughs> and his gun goes off and it shoots the other guy in the head. But his death, like that uh, makeup they got for him, is amazing. Like they cut that body in half; it's really good looking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's a huge spurt of blood. And it's really <laughs> it funny when he just gets split in half and just shoots that guy in the head. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the gore in this movie was my favorite part of it for sure. Like I mean, when Dylan McDermott like cuts his arm open and there's like those bugs crawling all over it, like that. That yeah. was cool. I didn't like the mm-hmm. after part of that was cool. Like where it looked like very cheap prosthetic. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like kind of like a mummy arm all of a sudden. And then, so then she, what, is this the point where she hacks the robot's brain yes. somehow? I yeah. wasn't quite sure how she did that. Well, sense. no, no, no. Yeah, she hacks into the brain of the robot, 
somehow I don't get it. And then she's trying she types to types things. She types the robot is feeding off of power, and she is able to go through that into the robot's head. She knows oh, okay. the system. It's a it's a Unix system. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like it looks like she's an old like telephone operator because she's like pulling cables out and plugging them into <laughs> new ports and moving them around. Hello, and Mr. Robot, got a call for you here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid, and she starts talking to the robot, who apparently has taken all these people's genetics and they will talk like them or something and he's saying a bunch of nonsense or whatever it's poorly communicated yeah this robot's stupid he doesn't know what he's saying <laughs> he's just saying a bunch of nonsense like uh uh i love you <laughs> and uh then she shades times the video game just right and is able to jump through the doors and yeah. uh, she gets then thrown they... to a shower with the glass on yep. Which a very yeah. gross scene where you see her feet right about to stand on the glass. Like, oh no, she's gonna John McClane mm-hmm. this. Well, and she gets <laughs> that's the second thing of glass she got thrown through too. Yes. Like you're throwing her through more glass. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, it's so gross. I don't like glass on feet. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an unsettling uh, image. <laughs> um, you're so, so you're just kind of waiting for her to turn feet. the shower on. <laughs> feet, yeah. feet. Oh man, uh, I'm so happy to see the feet. It was just, you know, oh, just gotta, gotta please. Gotta love it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it doesn't have to be every episode. You have to talk about oh, feet. God. <laughs> <laughs> Step on that meaty foot. <laughs> oh, give me a meat foot pipe. <laughs> um. Uh, so you're just waiting for her to turn the shower on and get this all over with. And Shades jumps in the room with a gun, <laughs> and he 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 for the second time in the movie has the gun pointed right at the thing's head and just like waits and waits and waits. Maybe but he's part eventually, because this maybe yeah. why he has the shades on because he's no eyeballs. <laughs> I, I was almost waiting for some kind of reveal like that. Like he's got see like, his robot eyes. eyes. Yeah. Which are just blind eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, TV series, Jordy. Uh, I was expecting, because when he shoots it, there's like a ricochet sound. And I was expecting the robots, the bullets have ricocheted and it hit shades. <laughs> That's what yeah, I actually shoot him through the glasses. <laughs> Mogreen style. <laughs> so, so this is essentially where M. Night Shyamalan got his ending of signs, right? He pours water on it and then he hits it with a bat Swing or away. vice yeah. versa. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, it's, right. It's the Wizard of Oz. It's it's the Wicked Witch of Witch. Yeah, it's I'm melting. My what favorite a world, part of this. What a world. My favorite part of this is when it switches to the infrared vision, which you get cut a lot of in the movie, but then it's just like the infrared vision looking up at the shower as he's like reaching up, like, what? What is this painful thing? <laughs> it's being baptized. Well, he's, it's well, not he's a bit of religious imagery. In uh, Dylan McDermott's voice, which is weird. <laughs> sort of like the ending of uh, Jaws and Duel, where they both make that horrible T Rex sound when they die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. It's just like those classic movie monsters. She just beats him <laughs> senselessly for 30 minutes. Yeah, and, and she, uh, as noted before, uh, knocks his dick off. The spinning robot dick. Yeah, we didn't talk about and, uh, robot dick as much as I thought we would. <laughs> Strangely enough. I mean, what can you say? It's just a bunch of scenes where 
she she has she's on the ground and the robot's on top of her and the dick just gets ever so close and it's so mm-hmm. comfortable you're like oh fuck <laughs> which which makes the the knocking off of the dick uh kind of satisfying like in a way mm-hmm. yeah take that dick robot uh, but but of course, even though this robot's dead, uh, it's not over. As we hear Angry Bob on the radio, basically saying that the government has signed off on more robots being built. <laughs> uh, Makes you think, don't it? <laughs> a very successful field test of the robot. First destroyed in the desert, and then destroyed in the shower. <laughs> the the lamest robot on earth. Well, okay, and then and this goes. I think we my, can beat this uh, genocide. This, this goes back to my problem with them focusing on the the guy at the beginning and the end, and then he sort of like we see the same guy who finds the robot at the beginning of the movie wandering off into the desert, like he's important to the story in some way. Like, why even show you know, him? Maybe it's saying that he brings these robots to unsuspecting people, and he lets them fight each other. <laughs> Until they all die. And he's the first name listed in the credits, too, which is very weird. Zonehead will return in Hardware 2. <laughs> Software. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that wraps the movie up. The movie ends, and... Uh... <laughs> and again, this is what you want. This is what you get. This is what you get. This is what you want. This is what you get. Yeah. The music in this movie borders on good sometimes, and then it gets very mm-hmm. bad very fast. Yeah. Well, the, okay, that's another thing that I was noticing. Like, in the beginning, it's this very sort of lazily strummed guitar, sort of Western music, and then mm-hmm. about halfway through, it just turns into, a, like, a full-on synth score. Yes, thank God. Like a synth horror movie mm-hmm. score. Yeah, and it, but it's it's not a very good score. No. It's no, it's not scored correctly or very well. There's just a couple musical the crappy ass uh, western whatever. Give me more. Give me shitty synth instead of shitty. You know, some asshole starring on a guitar. That's where you really feel like <laughs> the Blade Runner too is like in that like just like attempt at 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 replicating the Vangelis oh, score. For I just want to hear that Blade Runner end titles like. <laughs> Fucking Blade Runner is like the best score of all time. I love that oh, so yeah. much. It's so good. <laughs> um, so did anybody re- like read the story that the 2000 AD story that this is based off of? No. Because uh, I was 1000 AD at the beginning. Well, I've... Uh, I I said 1000 AD. I I misspoke. <laughs> um, <laughs> this could have been a funny Judge Dread comic. Okay. I mean, if it was like. <laughs> Done Judge Dredd style, and it was like you know trying to be oh, satire sure. and funny. This would be good. Like, yeah. What if like the get killed? Mm-hmm. That'd be funny. It, it was a little too serious, but like what I was thinking is like, did they just take like one five-page 2080 story and stretch it out? I think so. Because it's so it takes. It's like there's no story here. Mm-hmm. Like none whatsoever. It's like robot. Like guy gets robot head, takes robot head to girlfriend, has sex with girlfriend, robot reassembles, kills. <laughs> My That's favorite story. This would be, yeah, I think <laughs> it's this a could classic. be like a, a pretty successful like twenty minute short, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they could have used it as his uh, calling card to uh, direct a bigger, better movie. Was not, but yeah. like the island of Doctor Moreau, where he got fired <laughs> yeah. after three days. <laughs> so we're all agreed. Great movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I appreciate parts of this movie, but as an actual movie, it's not very good. No. Yeah. Right. We're same. done here. Let's move on to games. 
<laughs> uh, I, okay. Schedule, Will. You know this. We'll, we'll move on to game. Hey, listeners. If you want to contact us at On Your Market Set Review, you can find us at onyourmarketsetreview.wordpress.com, email us at thinwhitedudes at gmail.com, you can also visit us at our Facebook page, interact with your favorite contestants, and give us the most scathing claims that we truly deserve. You can also find us on iTunes. Now, back to the show. Uh, what is everyone's suggestions uh, this for next week? I know what I'm playing for, so I'm going to let everyone go ahead first. Oh no! I have to go last because Matt, I have a backup suggestion. All up to you, in my case, friend. in case you, in case you duplicate me. I, I doubt it. Zardoz. Oh fucking Jesus! I'm gonna make you watch this movie one of these days. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna nice. recommend Blade Runner because this movie just made me hungry to watch Blade Runner again. Oh, I really just want to watch. Blade okay. Runner. All right. Okay. So. All right, I have I have two possible uh, choices, and I'll let you guys pick um, which one you want to which one you want. <clears throat> Remember, this is what you, this want, is what you want, and what this you is what get. you get. <laughs> so uh, I, I'll I won't tell you what they are. I'll just say A or B, and we'll go with majority rule. B. B. Uh, <laughs> A. <laughs> well, okay. So B B wins. Um, they were both thematically connected. I pick uh, Death Machine from 1994. Oh, oh also my God. another killer robot movie. Uh, uh, slightly better. Uh, yeah, as you uh, probably know, uh, having looked into it, Death Machine was directed by uh, Stephen Norrington, who yep. did special effects for hardware. Also went on to direct... Uh, uh, did he direct a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yes, he did. I think he directed Blade <laughs> too. Ooh. And Blade, that's right. And and the the uh, pervy guy from Hardware shows up in Death Machine as <laughs> that's right. a character named John Carpenter. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it, Death Machine is a lot more fun than Hardware. It it's not already. great, but it's it's very fun. Hardware is such yeah. a bland title. Death oh, Machine. Yeah. That's a movie I can get behind. Yeah, I'm it's okay a fun with movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, guys. I was thinking, huh, well, maybe next week I'll recommend that just to get a hardware, uh, thing going. Like, it's like, sounds like, oh, sounds like kind of a med- meditation of what makes a human human, what makes a robot not a human, makes, makes a, could we a robot be human? It's like, nah, it's just a robot who fucking kills people, bro. Yeah, see, I was uh, expecting a cyber thriller. I was thinking it was like Dylan McDermott and Virtuosity or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. I, I, was, I was just picturing, like, big industrial hardware to... Uh, <laughs> Uh, and I think I got what I thought of it. <laughs> All right, so moving on. Uh, okay, so this movie hardware features, as we have gone over, uh, the noted character actor William Hootkins, uh, most famously known for his bit part as the short-lived Jack Parkins in the original Star Wars. He is also known for his appearance in Raiders of the Lost Ark as Major Eaton. Uh, these two names have always struck stuck stuck out to me as uh, uh, considering uh, uh, William Hookins' uh, notable physique. Um, in this game, I'm going to give you names of characters uh, William Hookins played in other movies, and your job is to come up with the best uh, 
uh, Jack Porkins, uh, Major Eaton-esque alternative name for them as you can. I like this game. Does <laughs> everyone understand the rules? Give us yeah. the world, my friend. <laughs> All right. Uh, your first name. Uh, this is a character from Superman 4, which I didn't realize he was in. His name was Harry Howler. Are we supposed to give him a fake name? You were supposed to come up with a good, uh, <laughs> horrible name. <laughs> I got it. I already got my name. Yeah, I've got one too. I'm ready to go. Uh, I, th- I think I, uh, I think I got one. Okay. All right, I go first. Andrew? Corporal Chunk Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Josh. What was his what was his original name? Uh, his name was Harry Howler. Alright, well mine is Harry Jowler. <laughs> <laughs> Mad. I just went with Humongo Harry. <laughs> uh, I said it had to be bad. Yeah, no no. I, oh, they're all good. Um I think I would give that to Andrew, but I don't know if Corporal was quite called for. I'm gonna give that one to Josh. Oh, yes. <laughs> it it was funny though. Uh next. Uh this is a character from a movie called Hear My Song. His name was uh, the character's name is Mr. X. Oh, I got it. I'm ready to go. I I have, it's the most obvious one, but I'm going to do it. I don't care. <laughs> Well, I can't do that. I can't do the one I'm thinking of. Mine's then. pretty obvious uh, too, so I hope it's not the same. <laughs> I got dims in the. Uh, I guess we should probably go so everyone knows. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andrew, Mister F. Okay. Also, mm. <laughs> that's what the F stands for. <laughs> uh, Matt, you had said you had one. Yeah, I got Mister uh, LBS. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, all right, shaming. mine's not. <laughs> mine's not very good. So it's a uh, Mr. X Lax. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give that one to Matt. I am surprised none of you went with Mr. XXL. Oh, that's a good one too. He's in the new Magic Mike movie, right? <laughs> uh, this is a character from the film The Pope Must Diet. Oh, and this no. character was named <laughs> Cardinal Verducci. Cardinal Verducci. Oh, I got it. I got it. I'm ready to go. Whenever everyone's ready. I got it too. Andrew? Cardinal Fettuccini. <laughs> Matt? I got Cardinal Vertuti. Uh, do you have one, Josh? Uh, uh, <laughs> you want to take a pass on this one? Yeah, I'm going to have to take a pass. I can't think of anything. Okay, uh, I'm going to give that to Andrew. <laughs> that was a good one. Tie game. Uh, this is a, char- a film titled Dear Wendy, and the character's name was Marshall Walker. Plays a lot of uh, official gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, I think this is Marshall as in the name Marshall, like Marshall Mathers. All right, I got one. (laughs) I'm afraid that mine might be the same as somebody else's. 
<laughs> you want to go first, Josh? Sure. Marshall Rascal Scooter. Damn it! <laughs> I was going to say Marshall sitting down. But uh, I'm going to change it now, obviously. Uh, Matt, you can go ahead and name. Marshall Squeeze In. Squeeze In. Marshall Squeeze In. Marshall Not Move. <laughs> I think Josh wins this one. Uh, this is from the film Color Me Kubrick, uh, the last film William Hookins ever appeared in, as he has passed away. His last uh, and this character was the big hoot. This character's name was Frank Rich. Frank Rich. Frank Rich. Andrew. Uh, Frank Rich in calories. <laughs> Mad Gowdy Frank. <laughs> what Gow- Gowdy Frank? <laughs> Gowdy Frank. <laughs> Josh, do you have one? Uh, mine was uh, similar to Andrew's, which was <clears throat> Frank Rich Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give that one to Matt. Uh. Uh, this is from a film uh, that is up for uh, possible reviewing. This film titled Death Machine, and the character he plays is John Carpenter. Andrew, you want to go? John, carpet me a sandwich over there, will ya? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh? John, chef. <laughs> <laughs> I got John Carp Eater. <laughs> uh, I think I like Josh's the most. Jesus. The fucking love between you two is unbearable. <laughs> um, this fucking fried gold and starts getting rejected. Fried gold is also something that William can Yeah, like. I think he's intercepting the fried gold you're throwing out and eating it. <laughs> From beyond the grave. Uh, uh, this is the last one. Uh, this is from the film uh, Batman by Tim Burton. And in that, he played Lieutenant Eckhart. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, I've got one. Yeah, I, got I got one, one too. too. I'm just going to go. It's an <laughs> yeah. easy one. Yeah, okay. Uh, John. Can we all say it at the same time? Because I think we all have the same one. <laughs> I don't know. You'd be surprised. Uh, Josh, you go first. <sighs> Lieutenant Fatheart. <laughs> no, that's not where I was going. <laughs> that's not what I had either. But Matt, that's good. you know what I'm thinking about, right? Yeah. Uh, I hope so. M- Matt, what will you go? All right, do you want to try it at the same time? All right, I'll say it at the same time because I don't think either of us are winning this. All right, three, <laughs> two, one. Aaron Eckhart. I was going Lieutenant Eckfart. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it, Lieutenant Aaron Eckhart is mine. <laughs> um, uh, Josh, what was yours again? Lieutenant Fatheart. <laughs> what was Matt's one again? <laughs> Lieutenant Eckhart. <laughs> um, I think I like Matt's the most. That does put yeah, that you two good. in a tie. Uh oh. I'll find Tie-breaker. another one. Um, Should I break this tie up? <laughs> 
Uh, oh, that was funny. I did notice that he's credited. Uh, one of his first credits is for a film called Valentino, and his name in that was Fatty. <laughs> All right, so that's a good one. Use that. <laughs> you want to use that? Uh, whoever comes out of that is going to win this. Okay. Uh, the film is Valentino, and the character's name was Fatty. Okay, I've got one. Um, yeah, I got one, too. Uh, all right, Matt, you want to go? Sure. Fat, fat, fatty. <laughs> it's simple yet elegant. <laughs> Josh. Obesity. <laughs> <laughs> Please give it to him. Yeah, I, Josh wins that one. I feel, I don't know how I feel about winning this. Monsters uh, <laughs> now, aren't we? <laughs> this episode will never be released. <laughs> I get roasted on Tumblr for this. Um, this show. By the way, people uh, who are listening to this, we do not hate fat people because at least one of us is fat. <laughs> Me. Um, if anyone is listening to us, please, I beg of you, send us an email at the uh, plugged email address. It is. It will give me reason to go on living. We had got a review for the first time. Like an actual review, not from any of our friends or family. Someone we never met on our first podcast. And it is not a good review. But you know what? I'm just glad <laughs> someone out there has reviewed us in some way. Listen to at least four minutes of our first podcast that we ever recorded ever. Which no one, no one should was, go back and listen to. it so much. <laughs> Uh, so uh josh is the winner next week uh we will be watching death machine all right um all right thank thank you all for all listening right, bye, gotta go see ya come in listen <laughs> next week uh to us on on your record say review yeah. thank you all for what being here on the show uh oh yeah uh, is anyone like to plug anything <laughs> i actually started a uh, podcast Oh, uh, yeah. My friends have a, me and my friends have a radio show that we're podcasting called American Cosmonauts. You can get it on iTunes. What am I appearing on this? Uh, um, no comment. No. <laughs> wow. You know, I'll have to talk to my friends. And you, yeah, he did say friends. And uh, I'd like to give a plug to this guy I know, Josh Hollis, who makes great artwork. Go look him up on the hey, internet. He did the artwork for our show. My other show, talking about Turtle Two, and he's doing artwork for our fake show that's about to happen very soon. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. No spoilers. Yes, everyone go to uh, joshhollis.com. Yeah, Josh is. I think that's what it is. In the midst of listening to it, he's very excited to see where the show goes. <laughs> All right, goodbye. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Yeah.